1, John chapter 12, beginning verse 1. chapter 12 beginning at verse 1 then Jesus six days before the Passover came to Bethany where Lazarus was which had been dead when he raised from the dead there they made him a supper Martha served but Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him then took Mary a pound of ointment of spikenard, very costly, and anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. The house was filled with the odor of the ointment. Then saith one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, which should betray him, why was not this ointment sold for three hundred pence given to the poor? This he said not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief. He had the bag there what was put therein. Then said Jesus, let her alone against the day of my burying, and she kept this. For the poor always ye have with you, but me ye have not always. Much people of the Jews therefore knew that he was there came not for Jesus' sake only, but that they might see Lazarus, also whom he had raised from the dead. But the chief priests consulted that they might put Lazarus also to death, because that by reason of him, many of the Jews went away and believed on Jesus. By the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to minister on this song. Keeping the testimony alive. Keeping the testimony alive. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. I'm going to tell you tonight, and I'm sure it doesn't come as a surprise to us all, to none of us here tonight, but there is nobody like Jesus. That's true. Amen. That he is a miracle worker. Amen. He is a way maker. And that really, with Jesus, all things are possible. That there is no situation too big, too tall. There is no problem that is just so great that my God cannot solve it and cannot handle it. There's nobody like him tonight. He is the blind eye opener. He is the one that can unstop the deaf ears. He can still heal the lame legs. And through the scriptures, amen, we see that he is able to raise the dead. You'll find out that it's important, amen, that if I have a testimony, amen. And I believe that somebody's got a testimony in the house tonight. Right, right, right. Yes. That 
It is very important that I do my best to keep it alive. Amen? That every opportunity that I get, that I take advantage of exalting the name of Jesus and making it clear, amen, that the power you feel, amen, and that the word that you hear, amen, that it has nothing to do with me and it has everything to do with that Jesus is alive and he is able, amen, to turn anyone's life around for the good. Listen, I don't care how strong the addiction is. My God is in the business of breaking addictions. I don't care how strong the yoke of bondage is. Can I tell you what the scripture tells us? It is the anointing, amen, that destroys the yoke, amen. Can I tell you tonight that God is able to do whatever it is that you need him to do? He can open up doors, amen, and cause you to walk in the doors that was once shut. He is able, listen, to put food on the table. He's able to put money in your pocket. He's able to meet every last one of your needs. More importantly tonight, he's able to save your souls. I want to ask us tonight, anybody want to be saved? Anybody want to make heaven their home? Anybody got a made up mind? I will not be distracted of what it is all about. I must remember it's about being saved and staying saved, amen, and not falling short of our goal of, of entering in into those gates. Amen. I have to keep my testimony strong. I have to remind myself at times what God has done in my life. Sometimes it's easy to forget, amen. With problems and situations and just the business of life, you get so engulfed with day-to-day life that you forget, amen, that God has brought you from a mighty long way. And that God has done things for you and in your life that no one else could. That we went to other people for help and they couldn't help us. That we relied on family We relied on people that we met and thought that somehow that they was going to meet our need only for them to let us down. But it wasn't until we came encounter with this man named Jesus, amen, that we realized that all of the possibilities, amen, and what Jesus could do for us if we would just give him a try. There's nothing like that woman with the issue of blood, amen, that suffered, amen, at the hands of so many, amen, that they thought and she thought that they could cure her. But it wasn't until the day that she made up in her mind that I'm going to go to Jesus, amen, and I'm going to give Jesus a try. Thank God the day that we made up in our minds that we're done looking elsewhere, we're done trusting in everybody else. I heard about a man named Jesus, and I heard he was down at that church over there. And you know what? I'm tired of hearing about it. Let me go check it out. Amen. And I'm going to tell you tonight, I came to an apostolic service all messed up, heartbroken, no direction. But can I tell you, by the time I left there, God had filled me with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and it put me back in my right mind, and it mended all of my broken heart. Can I 
Jesus is able. Jesus is a way maker. Jesus is a healer. Jesus is able to put one's life back together. He's in the business of doing what is impossible with man. And so here we often read about Jesus being in the house and that he is there and he's having dinner and that there is one religious individual that is sitting across from him and that is examining him. And we often read about Mary coming in and taking that alabaster box, breaking that alabaster box and anointing him with that ointment. But you'll find out that the more you read the accounts and you put it together, you'll find out that there was some other stuff going on there. You'll find out that there was a lot of things happening. and There was a lot of thoughts and there was a lot of plotting and a lot of plans. Amen. You'll find out that Mary anointed him with the ointment and that she washed his feet with her hair and with her tears. And Judas, amen, the Bible says he opens up his mouth and says, what a waste. Could we have sold this ointment and given it to the poor? But listen, if you don't read this account, amen, you'll think that Judas actually cared about the poor, amen. How many know he didn't care about the poor, amen? We know what he was concerned about, amen? Because he sold Jesus out, amen, for a little bit of money. Can I tell you what a cheap sellout to sell the healer, the master, the one that is able to turn your life around for the good? Do you know that Jesus had gave him power, amen, to heal the sick, amen? And he forfeited all of that, amen, for a little bit of temporary satisfaction. And when it was all said and done, he found out that it wasn't what he thought it was going to be. Can I just go ahead and save you the heartache? It's not worth selling Jesus out for no amount of money, nobody, no individual. Let me just go ahead and save you the heartache. Can I tell you, you better hold on to it. Hold on to his hands. Have a made up mind. I don't care what they offer me, amen. It's not worth me losing my Holy Ghost over. It's not worth me losing my place in heaven over. says that much people came to the house and that they knew that Jesus was there but they didn't come alone on the fact that Jesus was there they came to see amen living proof living evidence of the miraculous power of the almighty God Bible says they came there to see, amen, Lazarus, amen, whom was once dead, amen, whom Jesus raised from the dead, amen. The Bible says that when they got there to see Lazarus, that the chief priests and all of them was upset, amen, that Jesus was getting all this kind of attention. 
And the Bible says that they plotted, amen, to kill Lazarus. Man can't even be alive for a couple of days, amen. And they want to kill him, amen. But can I tell you, it was not all about Lazarus. It was about the fact that they wanted to destroy and they wanted to kill Lazarus because they didn't want people to believe in Jesus and take him at his word. That's why it's important tonight, amen, that if the Lord has done anything for me, i got to let the devil know tonight, you're not going to allow me to sit down on my testimony, you're not going to allow me to keep quiet, you're not going to allow, you're not going to cause me to be shy and bashful and timid, but I'm going to lift up my voice and I'm going to declare what the Lord has done for me. I think the psalmist said it like this. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Whom the Lord has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. I got a question tonight. Is there any redeemed people in the house that can declare I once was lost. I once was bound. But now I have been set free by the blood of the Lamb. God has delivered me. God has turned my around and I come to lift up my voice and I come to shout it from the rooftop that God is great and greatly to be praised. Amen. Amen. Living evidence. Living proof. And they hated they hated the fact that Jesus had performed. See, they had done their best to slander him. Jesus heals or he delivers an individual of a spirit, a devil. And they say it's by the power of Beelzebub that you deliver and that you cast out devils. Jesus said it like this. He said if the devil's kingdom is divided, how can it stand? They did their best to slander him. They did their best to run him down. They did their best to try to turn people away from what he was preaching and what he was teaching and what he was declaring. I said it this morning. They weren't entering in, and so they didn't want nobody else to enter in. They weren't believing, so they didn't want nobody else to believe in him. And they did their best to undermine everything that he had said. But in this occasion, amen, there was nothing they could do about it, amen, because they knew Lazarus was dead. And he wasn't dead for a minute or two. He was dead for four days. That body had done already started to stink and decompose. But there is something about, amen, when Jesus calls you and tells you to come forth, friend. Can I tell you the grave gotta let you go. Hell gotta let you go. And there ain't nothing that the devil can do about it. Can I tell you tonight, when the Lord spoke a word in my life, there was nothing that the devil could do. He had to let go. He had to back up. He couldn't do nothing about it. Can I tell you, I come to shout on a Sunday night. I come to let the devil know I have been delivered. And you can't do anything about it. I don't belong to you no more. I belong to Jesus. You have no 
God is a deliverer. We live in a world, I said it this morning, that there is no such thing as absolutes. No such thing as certainties. That the world believes, you know what, well, that can't be it. It can be something else. Can't be that God delivers you, you know. Can't believe that. It can't be that God uh, healed you of cancer, you know. It was just, you know, something else, right? No, it was, and it was Jesus, amen? It was Jesus at work, amen? It was something else. It wasn't by chance. It wasn't no hocus pocus. It was Jesus Christ, amen? It was the power of the almighty God at work in my life. Somebody got to go ahead and declare that I am a living testimony, that I am living evidence. You don't know how I used to live. You don't know what I used to do. You don't know how I used to drink. You don't know how I used to run the streets. But I got a testimony tonight. I no longer live like that. And let me tell you why. Amen. I've been put in my right mind. And let me tell you, his name is Jesus. And he can do it for you too. If he did it for me, he can do it for you. He can turn your life around. He can turn your, put your life back in all. He can do it, amen. Bible says that Jesus and his disciples entered into a certain city. And when they entered into that city, there was a man sitting by the wayside. That he was blind. That he had been that way from his birth. And the disciples were convinced that something was wrong. Somebody did something wrong. Somebody sinned. Was it this man's parents? That this man was born blind? Who was it? I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes things are just the way they are. So that when it turns around for the good, amen, God gets the glory. That's just all it is. And that's what Jesus said. This man is this way that God would get the glory. And so we understand that Jesus eventually heals this man. And so he walks into the city and the people see him. And they start talking. They start whispering. Is this the man? That was blind. Sure, it looks like him. Uh, what, what happened? And they begin to ask him questions. Uh-huh. And he, listen, has a testimony. Amen. Oh. Got a testimony oh. like no other. Amen. Oh. And his testimony was, uh, there was a man named Jesus. Amen. That healed me. But don't you know that's not enough. Amen. For unbelievers. Amen. See, they don't want to believe that Jesus is able to do so because that does away, amen, with their belief in what they believe in. And so they call the religious leaders. What is it? Who did this? And the man is just giving them his testimony. Jesus healed me. Jesus opened up my eyes. Listen, don't you know that man is a sinner? He said you can call him whatever you want. 
Almighty God. Powerful God. That God, listen, somebody need to shout about this. That God is in the business of destroying generational curses. Amen. The devil was for sure that he had thought he had you. Amen. That he was going to get you all caught up and trapped up with what the generations before you did. But God had other plans. God destroyed those plans. Somebody need to let it be known. Somebody need to go ahead and rub it in his face tonight and let him know how you like that. God destroyed your plan. God destroyed the plan that you had. And I am a witness, amen, that I don't have to be a product of my environment. I don't have to do what everybody in the hood is doing. I don't have to do and go in the direction of culture. But I can live for God. I can stand for God. I can be holy. I can be righteous. I can be a witness. I can be a light in the midst of a lost. In dying work. God has given me the power. I don't have to do what everybody else in the culture is doing. God brought me out of that culture and he brought me into his culture. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. There's a new way of living. Amen. There's a new way of talking. Amen. There's a new way of dressing. Yeah. Amen. There's a new way of speaking. Amen. Yeah. And I'm happy about it. Yeah. I'm glad about it. Yeah. Anybody excited about it? Yeah. I don't look down on holiness. I don't complain about holiness. I'm glad about it tonight. Amen. I don't complain that I gotta look just a certain way. Thank you, God, for changing my life. Thank you, God, for helping me to understand where my value really is. It ain't in what I dress. It ain't how I look. It's in God tonight. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And the devil wants to destroy that. He wants to kill that. Hey, he don't want nobody else to see that. He don't want nobody else to see it because he's afraid or he knows if others see it and they start asking questions that they may start believing. They may come and they may show up and they may give this Jesus thing a try. And they may find out that that dead place that they call church ain't where it really is. Amen. Amen. Can I tell you something? I'm so glad that God knows how to confirm his word. Amen. I'm so glad that God knows how to show where the goods really are. Right. And it ain't about us. Amen. Amen. There was some, somebody showed up this morning and they said, before we, I came here, I went to a place somewhere else, but I didn't feel there what I felt here. Amen. Can I tell you that ain't got nothing to do with us. And that got to do with the fact that there is a God. Amen. And that he is in the miracle working business. So many want to say that he's not alive and that he don't work that way no more. I don't know what God you serve, amen. I don't know what Jesus you're talking about. But Jesus I know is able to turn your life around for the good. He's able to speak a word into your life. He's able to pull you out of the pit, out of the miry clay. He's able to fill you with this good spirit. 
necessary, amen, because there's death there, amen. Don't you know what the... You gotta remember what the Lord, what the angel told them. Why are you looking for the life of those that is alive amongst the dead? You ain't gonna find Jesus in a cemetery, but you're gonna find him where somebody's declaring that he is God, that there is only one God, that you gotta repent of your sins. You gotta be filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm sorry, Jesus don't hang out in that place. That ain't where he went. And I feel the Holy Ghost in here. You gotta keep that testimony alive. You gotta open up your mouth. You gotta make the let the devil know you will not shut me up. You will not cause me to sit down. God has been too good. God is real. God is powerful. God is able to do whatever you need. He's able to do it. Oh Lord. Uh, so they show up to the house and they see Lazarus. And they want to, the religious leader wants to kill Lazarus. Lazarus, who Jesus raised from the dead. That Lazarus living proof, amen, that this man is the real deal. He's got the goods. He's almighty God in flesh. Ain't nobody just walking the streets doing this kind of thing. He's got the goods. And those religious leaders that was all about position, and they was all about titles, they weren't about the people, they weren't meeting the needs of the people. The Bible says that they said, let us kill Lazarus. But you know what? I'm going to let the devil know tonight, amen? Don't matter how you try to destroy our testimony, amen? And you know, problems arises, storms arises, but you know what? I will stand in the midst of the storm with my hands raised and with my voice lifted up. This is just another opportunity for God to make a way and God to provide. This is just another thing. This is just another test for God to deliver me out of. And you know what? That's just going to add on to my testimony that I already have. That God is a miracle worker. That God is a way maker. Don't let the storm cause you to sit down and be quiet. Just know God is with you. Just know that God is going to bring me out. And when it's all said and done, that's just going to be one more thing that I add on to the list that God brought me out of. That God saw me through. Bible says that the people showed up. Because that by reason of him, the him is Lazarus, many of the Jews went away and believed on Jesus. Hallelujah. The reason I got to fight for my testimony. Don't you know that we are able to overcome the devil and his devices? Amen. Bible tells us. We overcome him by the blood and by the word 
of our testimony. Amen. The blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And the word of our testimony. We got to remind the devil, amen, of what the Lord has done for us. And that you can't play no mind games with me any longer, amen. See, I'm hip to your game. I'm hip to your tactics, amen. And I will not allow you to play games with my mind. I know what God has done for me. I know what God has brought me out of. And you, only thing is, you don't want me to, you don't want nobody else to see what God has done for me, amen. You don't want nobody else to believe in Jesus. That's the whole reason why they didn't want to they didn't want to accept, amen, that Jesus had healed that man, amen, because they was afraid that people was going to start believing in him. But how many know it don't matter how the devil fights, it doesn't matter what he does, at the end God is going to get the glory. When it's all said and done, he can't withstand God, he can't overcome God, he can come against the church, amen, but the gates of hell would not prevail against the church because the church is built upon a solid foundation. It's built upon a rock. It's built upon the fact that there is only one God and Jesus is that God. How many know the devil ain't no overcoming that church? Now he's overcoming other churches, amen. He's overcoming other places, but he will not overcome the church of the living God. Somebody ought to be glad because that means we're going to win, amen. We're going to be victorious, amen. We're going to win when it's all said and done. The devil don't want people on your job to be saved. It might be news to us, but he doesn't want people on your job to be saved. He doesn't want people in the schools to be saved. And it's just so amazing how strategic God is that God plants us exactly where he wants us. Hallelujah. And it's not for our own benefit. See, we think that it has a lot to do with us. We think that it's about us. We think that I'm on that job, amen, to make as much money as I can and to get some connections, amen. Come on. And to develop relationships, friendships. And I know after, as you work with people, there is a, a, a friendship as you're working together. And that is developed. But that's not what it's all about. Right. God put us in the places that he has put us for a reason. Amen. Because all throughout this city. Amen. God wants to save people. Amen. God wants the people to look at living evidence, amen, that is walking on their job, on their job, and let it be known by their actions and by their behavior, amen, not so much what you say, but how you're living in front of them, that everybody ain't wilding out, everybody ain't acting like a hoochie mama, everybody ain't being rude and chaotic, amen. That there is something different about us, amen. And it ain't about us, amen. It's about Jesus, amen. And you'll find out that if they see that long enough, they'll begin to ask questions. What is it about you? You don't talk like everybody talks. You don't talk about the same things that everybody talk about. You ain't laughing at the dirty jokes, amen. Matter of fact, you're walking away. 
when it filled me with the power of the Holy Ghost. Somebody got to recognize it ain't all about me, amen. It's what God is trying to do through me, amen. It's about the fact that God is trying to save And I got to remember this each and every day. That I got to hold on to the testimony. <clears throat> Excuse me. That I cannot start blending in. Because in blending in and in compromising, that testimony begins to get lesser and lesser and lesser. And before it's all said and done, I can't tell nobody nothing. Right. Know why I can't tell nothing? You know why they'll begin to look at me and say, "Ain't nothing different from them than me." That's right. Ain't got nothing that we don't got. Ain't got nothing that I need. It's a shame when people allow. The influence of this world and jobs to cause them to compromise. And when it's all said and done, you've been on a job and you can't open your mouth and tell them nothing. Or they are not even going to ask you questions because you're not doing and living any different than they are. Can I tell you tonight? I got to remember what it's about. Right. I can't let the pressure. Now I've been there, amen. I've been there, and I know how it feels. But at this point in life, i got to recognize what I'm on that job for. Amen? Right. Why God has placed me there. Amen? Right. It's for me to be proof, amen, that there is a God in there heaven. Amen? amen? And that he is able to turn one's life around for the good, that I'll be able to stand up. And say, listen, I once was dead, amen, in my trespasses and in my sins. And I was on my way to a devil's hell. But let me tell you about a mighty God that said, I will not let that be the final. I will not let him go out that way. But I will show up, amen, and I will speak a word into their lives. And I will cause them to rise from the grave. And I will begin to do something great and wonderful in their life. Don't worry about the devil. The devil can't do that with a child of God that is filled with the Holy Ghost and heart is filled with the Word of God. He's All he's doing is, is selling roof tickets. He can't do nothing, amen. God has already given us the power over him. God has already given us the ability to put the devil where he belongs. And that is underneath our feet. Somebody got to stand up, amen, and declare, I am a child of God. And I'm happy about it. I'm glad about it. I've been born of the water and born of the spirit. And I don't regret one moment, one day, amen, that God has worked in my life. We got to fight to keep it alive. Because the devil wants to kill it. Wants to destroy it. By any means. By any means. Whoever he can use to destroy it. 
evidence, proof that God has done great work in my life. I can never forget about it. I can never forget where I was. He brought me out of the house of bondage. My God, I was bound by so many things. I was bound. No peace. No joy. Definitely nothing good up here going on. Nothing. Stuff I thought about was not good. Stuff I looked at it was not good. And you know it's not good and you try your best not to do it any longer. But just don't have the power to stop. made up in my mind. My God, that I had had enough. My Lord. That's why I love. That's why I love going back home. I love going back to Belle Glade. I love going back and seeing that pure, amen, that I often sighted. And I often sighted on from my youth on up. And it was right there in that crew when I had had enough. And I had made up in my mind. And I don't want to live like this no longer. There's no peace. There's no joy. There's no happiness. And realize the devil had lied to me and told me all these things that I needed. And I bought in to what all the other guys on the job was doing and what they was talking about. I bought into that nonsense and it left me broken. God filled me with the Holy Ghost. I spoke in tongues for almost 11 minutes. As God restored me back to my rightful place and helped me to realize that what I needed and what I looked for, I had had it. Amen. And I just neglected it. Amen. Can I tell you tonight, I will not allow the devil to cause me to be quiet. I will not allow the devil to stomp out my testimony. I will not allow him to do it, amen. God has been too good to me, amen. God has been too kind. He has been too patient and loving and compassionate, amen, for me to turn around now. He's been too good. Too good. I remember, <coughs> it's been years now, devil often lies and tricks young people. Tell them, you know what, you can live it up. And that you can sow your wild oats and you'll have opportunity to come back. Young man, backslid, left the church, got involved with a life of illegal activity, drugs, game related things got literally assassinated gunned down the funeral was back in Belgrade I can remember going to that funeral and I can remember seeing an old buddy that I used to round with 
A lot of times got tore up because I was running with him. <laughs> just, just, just being a knucklehead. I talked with him. And I found out that not much had changed. Still doing the same old thing. Living a life of chaos. Riotous living. And I began to talk to him about what the Lord had done. Begin to talk to him about all the good things God had placed on my life. I'm gonna tell you something. The devil don't like that. He don't like that. I'm gonna tell you tonight, I'm glad God delivered me from some nonsense, some chaos. I'm glad. God knows I could have been in the same predicament. That could have been me. That could have been how my life would have ended. That could have been me still stuck in that trap, still stuck in the bondage, in the chaos and confusion every day. I'm going to tell you, life ain't perfect, but it's a whole lot better than what it was. Somebody needs to remember that, amen. It's not about everything being perfect. But it's about you remembering what it used to be like without Jesus, amen? And recognizing it's a whole lot different, amen? So you know what? I can go through these little light afflictions. I can deal with it as long as I got Jesus on my side because my life is a whole lot better than what it used to be. Let's come around the altar tonight. You got a testimony tonight? If you got evidence, amen, tonight that God has worked mightily in your life, come on around this altar and lift up your hands and lift up your voice and just thank the Lord for what he's done. God knows we could have been repeating the same actions that the generations before us repeat done, but thank the Lord that he broke Thank the Lord that he brought us out. Thank God that he filled us with this Holy Ghost. Thank God he sent his word and it healed us. Well, come on, somebody give him the glory. Somebody lift up your hands. Somebody lift up your voice. Come on. Come on, don't be casual about it. Don't be casual about it tonight.